Welcome, one and all, to Fanspurt Radio. I'm your host, Jake Anderson, the one and only fan who's willing to admit he's just a fan. His expert opinion comes from mounds of couch time and continuous breakdowns of all sports, no matter how accurate or inaccurate they may be. You're listening to Fanspurt Radio. Oh, boy. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, Jake. Good morning. It's bright and early. Uh, depends on your definition of bright and early, but yeah, I'm tired, so that's good to you. For, for those of you who don't know, who just spoke, his name is Josh Clark, and he has a sport, but it's a weird sport. I want you to tell us really quickly about yourself and what the freak do you do? Um, you know, I don't know if I would classify it as a sport as much as a, I don't know, hobby or some might even say a pastime um but on a technical level yeah you could say it's a sport uh i just got back from the summit of the grand teton yesterday we left lupine meadows campground at about 2 30 in the morning what? wait a minute you left at 2 30 in the morning to climb the grand teton yeah well you climbed what? it this morning no yesterday what what time oh, oh. did that put you back at yesterday? Uh, we got like home in Rexburg at like nine p.m. So we woke up at like for for the listeners out there, his eyes are bloodshot right, <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's I, a good thing there's not a camera right. Now. I literally was so baffled. I opened the door this morning. He's got a Gatorade. He's just standing there. He's like, "I'm here." <laughs> he drove from Rexburg, and he has bloodshot eyes. Now we were up late partying or whatever, but like he was. He was working his butt off. Okay, yeah, tell us well, a little bit what it takes to climb the Grand Teton. All right. Well, so for the full story, we have to go back to Saturday night. Um, I learned I have to get a backcountry permit a day earlier than I thought I had to. So okay. um, I go to bed at about 8 o'clock Saturday night, and I wake up at 2 a.m. Sunday morning, drive up to Grand Teton National Park, and then wait at the ranger station for three hours in a line in order to get a backcountry permit to the camping zone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That wasn't even the climb. No, no, no. That's just getting the permit. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. all right. So you finally get this permit. So we get the permit. Um, I go back to Rexburg, take it easy Sunday. And then my buddies, um, Ellie Anderson and Aaron Saunders, pick me up at about 5.30 Monday morning. And then we get on the trailhead at about eight o'clock. And then we go about four miles in 2000 vertical feet and set up camp in an area called the Moraine, which if any of you guys are familiar with the Tetons is right below the saddle between the Grand and the Middle Teton. Frick. Yeah, so we get there at like one o'clock. We actually watched part of Dune because <laughs> like we we were going so fast like i thought we'd be, be up at that campground at like i don't know four o'clock and then just like eat dinner and go to bed um but you know we had like three hours to kill so we watched dune <laughs> we took a nap <laughs> it was fun to stay on the well for, for those who don't know this is like how many times have you climbed the grand this isn't uh, the first time occasion for no you. yeah this is my it was my fourth attempt and third summit oh my yeah. gosh so You're just chilling, watching dude, because you've done this like yeah. three times before. Yeah, so it's like it, we're up at like ten thousand eight hundred feet. Just, just chilling, watching. 
And then... Um, <laughs> okay, so you get to base camp. Yep. What's it called again? The Marine. Okay. Yeah, the Marineal Camping Zone. The Marineal Camping Zone. Okay. And uh, we're up there and then make dinner and we go to bed at 6. And so uh, alarm goes off at 2.30 and we're up on the trail at 3 uh, under the headlamps. And the stars are just amazing. Really? Yeah, like more stars than I've ever seen ever. Oh, it was so cool. Clear skies. Clear skies. It was great. Was the moon bright? Uh, not really. There wasn't a whole lot of moon. That helps, or right? Was, With stars? Know, yeah. Maybe it was behind the middle Teton, but yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I couldn't see it. So then um, 2.30 or 3 o'clock, we're off. And then we hike up. 3 a.m. people, yeah, not p.m. <laughs> we hike up to um, about 12,600 feet to the upper saddle and that's where we rope in and that takes we get to the upper saddle right around 6 a.m so about three hours of continuously going uphill Sheesh. and then um we flake out the ropes pull out the gear and then i start climbing and then we do four technical alpine pitches and then about a uh, 600-foot scramble to the summit. What grade is this pitch? Uh, they're pretty easy. Um, if you know rock climbing grades, it's only a 5'4". Oh, so not too terrible. Yeah, right. Like I climbed 5'12s in the gym. So. Yeah. yeah. Like this is this is more for enjoyment, not for yeah. like, technical skill. Right. Well, it was, it was the first time I've led that route. Um, and I think that was what really made it for me. Like I'd gone up the Grand before, but I'd never done it really on my own. This was like the first time that I led a group that I made the calls, I made the decisions, I placed gear, I built the anchors. I Because if we see a storm coming in or something like that, yeah, it's, it's a no-go. It's a cancel, right? It uh, depends. but How bad like, it is? Yeah, yeah. Like the one time I got turned around is because we got rained on. You got rained on? Yeah. Dang. Holy cow. So from these four pitches, how long does it take to get up there? And then um, when did you summit? We – so – it took about two and a half hours of climbing. So from 6.30 and then we were on the summit right about 9 a.m. Dang. Yeah. So when you say, you know, it's bright and early, it's 9.24 right now. I was on the summit. <laughs> 24, <laughs> 24 hours, hours ago. ago I was on the summit. <laughs> You've been on there for 20 minutes yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's, that's over seven hours. You've been awake already. So it's like people are like, how yeah. did you get up there so fast? No, he's been – they've been grinding uh-huh. while everybody was sleepies. Yep. And then, um, how are the views? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, you can see uh, the whole way up, you can see the lights of Driggs and Jackson in the distance. And then you get up above the altitude of the Middle Teton, and then it starts just to look small. Really? Yeah, the whole world looks small, like these giant mountains from the ground. You're just like, oh, this looks like, I don't know, kind of a little speck. Like you can see the lights of the Jackson Airport, and it all looks like, I don't know, specks? Yeah. Little stars? Yeah. So that's crazy. Look at those rolling hills down there. Oh, wait, those are actual mountains. We're just on top of the world. Yep. That's how it feels. Dude, that is awesome. How long have you been climbing doing this stuff? Um, I started climbing um, as a scout, really, probably when I was like 13. And then I've gotten to do some climbing with Josh before in different programs and scouting stuff. Not like serious climbs like that, but that's, but we, we know when you're a 14 year old boy and you, Right. I mean, it's different when you're Anything looks girl. big. Yeah. How's Zach? Mm-hmm. He's 14, by the way, for you guys who didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. welcome to the show. Who do we got? Uh, Zach Anderson, Jake's uh, favorite younger brother. Bold uh, statement. 
I'll let it slide today. Uh, Just for the record, he had an Angels jersey on, and then he switched it to a Dodgers jersey for you people out there. So uh, take at it what you will. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out who his favorite team is. Okay, so Josh, you're a technical climber. You climb the Grand. You're mm-hmm. one of the biggest outdoor people I know. Thanks, bro. We, we don't we don't even want to get into how much you fly fish. Yeah. I mean, fly fishing is like a whole other life for you. Sure. Yeah, it's my job. So it's literally your job, yeah. <laughs> and literally what you're going to be doing. What kind of career are you looking at? Right now? I'm looking into a wildlife biologist and working for the state as a fisheries biologist. So. Does this mean you just get a fish for work? Uh, basically, you take, <laughs> you take pictures of fish and rocks and then call it good. Yeah, and, and you report know, on it. Scientific stuff, but yeah, <laughs> dude, that is sick. Oh boy! So, what is a technical climbing person doing on my sports podcast? Why? Why the frick are you here? You know, uh, that's a great question. I. Um, this was one of the strangest calls. I, got <laughs> I, I was very, yeah. very confused because I know Josh Clark, but I did not know this side of Josh Clark. Yeah. So I was just scrolling through uh, Instagram the other day and somehow I ran onto the MOB's Instagram. Okay. And I was just going through highlights. Was it like a suggested follow? Or yeah, was yeah, it- yeah. It was just like, yeah. Okay. Like going through reels and it was just like, there it is. Their algorithm got you. Right. They did. And it was <laughs> – the thing that got me was uh, Juan Soto's um, – Dude, see, I don't even know the terminology. When all the bases are loaded, his first grand slam. His first grand slam with the Padres. The pot. Oh, you're talking. That was. Are you talking Josh Juan Bell. Soto Josh or was Bell. it Josh Bell? Okay. Or Josh Bell. Well, no, see. wasn't it Brandon Jury? No, it was Josh Bell. It was his first. I want to look this up. Okay. Right. Okay. Being, so you run into the Padres. They're yeah. in a bases loaded, and whoever it was hit a grand slam. Right. Point being, I can't remember <laughs> what a grand slam is. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who hit it. <laughs> it For was those cool. baseball <laughs> listeners out there, cool. just uh, remember, this is a beginner. We're uh, we're welcoming someone into yeah. the family. Have mercy on my soul. Yeah. Buckle up. Don't worry. Mercy will be bestowed. Anyways. So you see this. So I see this and I spend like 20 minutes going through um, the MLB's highlights just on their Instagram. The deep dive happens. No, yeah, it was dope. Um, And I was like, man, is baseball cool again? It's like (laughs) (laughs) the last time I was into baseball, I was like, I don't know, eight (laughs) when I was playing on a machine pitch. Was baseball ever cool? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. I okay. think it's cool again, though. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you and I have even talked about that. There's like a wave of new people coming into baseball. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah we but we had we can talk about, about that later. Anyways, so I call my man Jake, and I'm like, dude, you're the sports guy. I like <laughs> know nothing, and I remember one of the comments Jake said is that baseball was one of the most strategic sports out there, and that my reply was. What strategy is there besides hit the ball really far? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. We need to have him on because this is prime. Now, the title of this episode is going to be a 14-year-old explains to a 22-year-old how baseball works. So Josh calls me. He wants to learn about baseball. I'm deeply surprised but so intrigued and so excited because baseball is my favorite sport and this is what we're going to do today. We're going to explain to him what the freak baseball is. We're going to help him find his team today. We're going to help him find who he is as a baseball fan and we're going to talk trash on the Astros. How's that sound, boys? Always. Cool. I'm excited. 
let's dive in. I think we're uh, 12 minutes in. Wow. <laughs> we're just starting. We're just starting. Guys, you're in for a long one, but who the freak cares? Because someone gets to find their new baseball listen. For those yeah. who don't know, I'm a realtor, real smart. Not real smart. I have a real smart profile with HomeSmart. I'm a realtor through HomeSmart. And if any of you are looking or know somebody who's trying to find a home or sell a home in the Idaho area, or if you're looking for someone who just maybe is paying attention a little more than you are to the real estate market, what's happening, interest rates, what's going on, when is it going to drop? Everybody's waiting for the drop. Gas prices are down for midterm elections. I won't get political on that, but kind it's of <laughs> <laughs> kind of down. They think you, People think they're getting a killer deal, but really, you know, we're all getting fleeced here. So if any of you are looking for that, you can email me at jakeandy, J-A-K-E-A-N-D-E-27 at gmail.com. Got to put my plug in there. So now that I'm a realtor, got to do a quick plug. I feel official doing that. So it's more just to make me feel official. No, it's legit. It's just judgment in my head. Okay. Well, Josh, I, I, I you prepared questions. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wonderful. So we've, you already, like one of the first things I talked to you about was what is a bark? And yes. he described that to me pretty well. So I think we're going to skip over that. Okay. Um, for for those who don't know, he tried to do his own research and he got lost in the yeah, Bach. Lost in the Bach. He saw a video That's of crazy. a Bach off. I think the Cincinnati Reds earlier this year had a Bach off. Yeah, so, the Reds? Yeah, the Reds were the ones who balked it off. And that was kind of, um, that's a really awkward situation to be in in baseball. So. Which it was not a Bach. Anyway, so we answered what is a Bach. That was like, yeah. that was like the first thing he asked me. He calls me, he's like, what's a Bach? I'm like, it's an illegal move by the pitcher. He's like, Oh, it's that simple? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you brought questions. Zach has his wealth of knowledge. I'll be pitching in here. I'm just going to be a mediator of this conversation, but we're going to just jump right in, and you just straight up ask your questions. Okay, we're going to dive right in. Let's do it. What, right. What's on the docket? Um, why are there so many games in one season, and how do you keep track of the single teams? Single teams winning record or like... Or like their, their games. Their games. Just keep track of like actually pay attention. Yeah. How do you just okay. keep track of all that? Why are there so many games? I don't know too much on why there's so many games, but uh, one, as a baseball fan, I love it because then I get to watch 162 games of baseball a year. But I my guess is that it's so like... <sighs> I don't know. Jake, you're going to have to help me on this. That's fine. I don't know too much about it, but my guess is that it's just the more it's kind of like a a money system. The more games you get more money. That'd be my guess. Um, Maybe it's because they want the postseason in the fall. And so, and they want to start it after spring training. Um, so I just looked up on Google, but it helps us a little bit. But this is this is a very good answer. I feel like Google is actually coming through in the clutch today. The okay? first question this I've is, already got them Google. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to see what Google says, oh, yeah. but so my answer was it helps. Like baseball players are not like very physical, like football players are, okay. so they can play more games. Like football players, they're wrecked after 17 games like in the NFL, right. Right? right? They've just been through the ringer as far as their bodies is concerned. They've pushed their bodies to the limit. Baseball is a longevity sport. The strategy in baseball is to see can you be good for a long period of time, not just can you make a 17-game run to the Super Bowl. Okay. No, yeah, that makes sense. That's basically, that's basically why. this Google also adds that um, it's a tough sport, like it says, to be consistent, which means a lot of games are required to find the players that teams perform the best. So why is baseball so long? It's because it's so hard. 
a good baseball player hits the ball three out of every 10 times they try. In the MLB, the best players in the world hit the ball three out of 10 times if they're good. You you can go uh, like one night, you'll go four for four with the home run, a double and two singles with an RBI, which an RBI is a run better and we'll talk about that later. The next night you can go 0 for four, four strikeouts and have the worst night of your life. That's just how baseball works. You can go mm. from having the best night of your life to the worst. And you're not going to get benched. No. That's, that's how hard just, baseball is. It's challenge. just an off night. It's just a bad night. The pitcher was having a good night and you try again tomorrow. Okay. So this really leads into a follow-up question. How can you tell what really makes a team good? Like, for example, me as like somebody who's getting into it, like I watch like the highlights of one game and I see like, oh, um, hold on. Well, you saw a grand slam. I did see a grand slam. But that was dope. Um, but like I saw the Padres get totally swept by the Dodgers, <laughs> right? So like, okay, well, that means the Padres must not be that great of a team. But then you go back three days and they're playing the Rockies and they kick butt. Well, they did lose that third game. But I mean, it's just hard to tell. Like, is this a really good team or is it just kind of off and Zach, what makes a good team? I think an obvious way to see if a team is good is statistics, but that always doesn't give the truth like on who actually is a good team. Because, like, like, baseball is a very statistical sport. Yeah, it is very statistical. There's, like, like I said with the players, a team can have one really amazing night, and the next game they play like absolute garbage. And so it all just depends on it's, it's what type I think it comes down to the chemistry of a team and how, like, just it's not always how stacked you are. Like, like in basketball, you can't – I don't think a dream team works. But in baseball, that can be different because everyone plays their own role, which all adds up together. And it's not all like you have to pass the ball in between. It's getting a hit and like – There's steps. Yeah. It's 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 complicated. And so I think the way to tell a good team is just if you watch a game with them and see their chemistry. That's okay. – Have you ever heard the phrase – <clears throat> Don't play to lose, play to win. Yeah. Baseball is the exact opposite. But I'll tell you why. In baseball, the losing team every game is the one who made the most mistakes. Sure, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, if you make mistakes, you're going to lose. <laughs> okay. Baseball is such a fine-tuned sport that if you throw a pitch two inches higher than you normally would to this one batter who likes it two inches higher – that's the difference between a strike and a home run. So it's a game of stats. It's a game of inches like a lot of other sports say. But baseball teams like last night, the Seattle Mariners played the Yankees. The score was 0-0 zero to zero at the end of the game. So they had to go into extra innings. Literally no one had scored. That's how hard it was that night. The pitchers were pitching really good. No one had scored. No one had been able to hit the ball well enough to get people to home. And they, the team that lost was the first team that made mistakes. So basically, when you're watching a baseball game, you're finding out who's going to make the first mistake. It's like a chess match. Okay. I'll hold serve. Let's see if you make the mistake. Yeah, I see that. Okay. That makes so sense. that's what makes a team good. Can a team make put pressure on the other guys to make the first mistake? Right. Because, I mean, that's a great example. Because, I mean, even talking about the Yankees, they're one of the best teams in the league. Right yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. But to go for a whole game 
without scoring at all till you go into extra innings. Yeah, and the Yankees are one of the best offenses in the league. Like they're sometimes putting up seven or eight runs, which is a lot in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like soccer where they don't score as high as you would think. It's yeah. not like basketball scoring 100 points a game. It's it's more strategy. One one run is a great thing. <laughs> so it's anyway, the difference between a win and a loss. Yeah, it's the difference between last night. Does that, was, that help? Answer yeah, that was question? a great answer. Okay. Okay. Next question. Um, how are the playoffs structured? Just okay. Basically. So they play the 162 games, obviously, and then they go into the postseason. The postseason is always in October, and it starts as there's divisions in the AL and the NL. There's the National League and the American. What would that be in basketball? In basketball, that'd be like the East and the yeah, West or NFC, AFC. Okay. So AL, American League, NL, National yeah. League. And they have it set up. So if. <laughs> I don't exactly understand how the wild card works. So, Jake, that'd be more – you would know how to explain that one okay. better. So, the wild card, they would play that into where there is – it goes the wild card and then the division series and then the uh, the championship series, right? And then the world series. And so, the wild card, the two teams play. It's just a one-game series, winner takes all. They go and play – the team that has already got a buy into the division series. The division series is a five-game series, so they go two, two, and then one. And uh, if we look at it from last season, the Dodgers – I just pulled up a picture for Josh, kind of give him a visual. This is the postseason bracket from last year. So the Dodgers played the Cardinals in the wild card game. On and they right. And they beat the Cardinals, which is the best walk-off I've ever seen. They beat the Cardinals and then went on to play the Giants, which were the Dodgers and Giants last year were favored, the two best teams in the league. Like, they were favored. Whoever wins this series goes and wins the World Series. So they beat the Giants, and then the Braves played the Milwaukee Brewers, and they both – Atlanta won 3-1. to And they won in the division series, so they both went to play in the championship series. Then that game is a that series is a seven game series. Each round slowly gets more games. Yeah, and if you're falling behind and stuff, it took me until two years ago to figure out how the postseason works too. It is really confusing. Yeah, I'm getting baseball. it. So it's just it's a bracket. It's a bracket, just like in the yeah. other league, and it's just more and more games. Uh-huh. The wild card is similar to football. Okay, football yeah. football wild cards can get in, and this year they're changing it a little bit. They're adding two extra wild card mm-hmm. games. So they're just making it a little bigger. Okay. So that way more teams have a shot. March Madness, you know brackets, right? right? right. Yeah. So last year Atlanta beat Houston in the World Series, which was fantastic. Screw the Astros. <laughs> Why let's just talk, let's just address this yeah, now. Let, okay. okay. So I walk in here and these guys mentioned the Astros. I didn't even bring it up. And they said, yeah, we're just going to bang on the Astros because they suck. Okay. I, I have no context of where this is coming from at all. So, you have no idea. No. Okay. We have okay. a little bit of a bias because we are Dodgers fans, which will make sense in a second. Okay. But the whole the whole MLB fan base hates the Astros if you're not an Astros fan. The reason is in 2017 – the Astros set up a system where they had a camera, I think it was in center field, that would zoom in and they figured out what pitches the team was going to throw because, you know, the catcher gives a number to the pitcher, right. like, yeah. like one fastball or something. And so what they would do is either Jose Altuve, their second baseman, which is he's five foot two, he's tiny. Yeah. Which he, tiny people can play baseball. Too. He hits. 
He's boss. Or big not. people. But he, he he was known. His claim, or like not his claim, but the the fan base's claim is that he had a buzzer on his chest, so it would buzz like two times would be a changeup, or three times is a fastball, and it would buzz in that and tell him, okay, this is what pitch is coming, and so he would know. So the second that they threw it. All he had to do was look for if it's a good pitch or not because he already knew what pitch was coming. And there's also a clip. Of, it's a really famous clip on where everyone's like, okay, something's going on. Is the White Sox were playing the Astros and they call the changeup four times in a row. And you can hear in the background every single time a, a trash can being banged. Then the second they didn't call a changeup, no trash can, no nothing. There was no sound at all. And it so was fastball. Dude, we're in like conspiracy theories now. Uh, this has actually been it's, proven. It has though, been proven you. by the uh, MLB. They actually admitted Whoa. to cheating. Yeah. The Astros admitted that they cheated. Okay, well, that's in a, a price reason conference. to hate the Astros. And first off, you know. They admitted it. And by the way, they got, their World Series didn't get taken away from them. They, they still, got. After cheating. They still got. The only and thing after, that happened. After, like, literally the players had a press conference and they said, yeah, we cheated. And the World Series hasn't been taken away from Jeez. them. The only thing that happened was their manager got fired. They were fined a certain amount of money. I can't remember how much it was. And the players were required to come out with the dumbest apology video ever. It is the dumbest thing ever. Press conference, whatever. So there's that. They, they cheated. That's the Yankees obviously- used to be the most hated team in baseball, but that has very quickly changed. Yeah. So th- they cheated in the regular season, which is dumb. So they got a higher seed then they should have because they cheated. But the re- they are they are a good team. They, when they have they, great baseball players. Remember, like I mean, just, they you, just cheated. Even though they knew what pitch was coming, they still have to hit the ball. So it's like I mean, you still only have two tenths of a millisecond to hit the ball, which is ridiculous. But that is not okay. They so. went into the the championship series in the AL and the Yankees and the Dodgers are the two teams that hate them the most because it was either Game Six or Game Seven. Aroldis Chapman was pitching, and he threw a pitch, and Altuve hit a walk-off homer to get, send them to the World Series. And there's a clip. I saw a video of, like, they showed a Chapman's face after and after he hit the walk-off. And everyone normally, you know, he'd be super upset, but he just had a smile on his face, and everyone's like, this is the moment that he knew the Astros, was there was something up because he, they cheated. He knew what pitch was coming, and he, that's why he hit the walk-off. And then that's why we hate them because – we played them in the World Series and we lost to them. Tragically. Yeah. We could talk about this all day. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant right now. Okay. I'm going on no, it's cool. We can go down these little side rants. I figured there'd be quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, next question, if you guys are ready. Let's do it. Um, how important is batting order and what determines batting order? Batting order is... Simplest way possible. Simplest way possible the manager decides, so the coach of the team, they he decides who bats what. The first batter is typically the batter that has the best contact. So they, they're the ones that get on base the most. Then... To start off the game, good. You, right. want, yeah, you want bases loaded. Mm-hmm. The second batter is normally the fastest batter and also has good power, but you want them to be the fastest so that if you need to get a bunt, which a bunt moves is designed to move a player from base to base, but you want them to bunt or just get on base. The third batter is uh, is the power batter, and so they're up there. Their, their job is to just swing away, try to get on base if they can, but also just try to jack one. They hit it hard, so it goes further into the outfield, yeah. which gives time for the runners to get home. Makes sense. That. 
And then the fourth batter is called the cleanup batter. So say everyone gets on base, they're probably the strongest batter or the best uh, batter on the team. And their job is to clean up the bases. They get a hit and hopefully they clear all the bases. We go for the baseline. It's called cleanup for a reason. Okay. And then the rest of the batting order honestly doesn't matter. Definitely. They they just strategically try to position them so that way there's always a runner on base and mm-hmm. always a hitter to follow up to try and get them to move. To because, get the most runs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Dodgers are seriously stacked. Other teams, not so much. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's more pretty much most of the technical questions I've had. Okay. Uh, the other ones are kind of making Jake irritated questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I have a friend. Uh, who's a co-worker of mine who's a huge Yankees fan. He told me, whatever you do, don't let the Dodgers be your team. You, Jake Anderson, told me, whatever you do, don't let the Yankees be your team. My question for you, Jake, <laughs> is cheering for either of those teams at this point jumping on the bandwagon? Yeah. Legit? Yeah. You said that without any hesitation? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I won't get in any. <laughs> All right, sweet. Um, next question. Um, why does everything? St- I guess this is more on the technical side. Okay. Why does everything stop in the rain? <laughs> Even a little drizzle, and the whole game's over. <laughs> so if you haven't noticed, they baby MLB fields. They are just they're gorgeous. MLB fields are amazing. But the reason is one. If it's wet, it's harder for the pitcher to grip the ball, and that's that's known as like a danger because it can slip away and hit the batter and injure them and all that. But they also don't want it to turn into a pool, so because the 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 uh, infield, the dirt part of it is lower down than the grass, and so you don't want it to turn into a pool. It can get muddy and muddy and all that. So if a rain delay happens, the ground crew comes out, put a tarp on uh, the infield. The grass doesn't matter, and so they just put a tarp on, wait for it to pass, or cancel the game. Back in the day, they used to just play through the rain. Yeah. In the mud, in the slush. They were men, but now we're just... Now they're spoiled brats. Yeah. They get paid millions of dollars. Even in the minor leagues, they do that, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they do. And, you know, it's uh, more of a... It's actually more of a safety hazard. People go slip in the mud and then tear their ACL and their career's over. That's... That... Or they also, uh, most of the time, rain is associated with thunder and lightning. And lightning... I mean, there's been players on the field struck by lightning, so let's yeah, not that's do that. not good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically, that's why. Sounds good. Well, should we move into like teams? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. So since I kind of like the really big play that got me into MLB was – was the Padres, the, Padres. the Grand Slam. The Grand Speaking Slam. of Manny Machado, hit a three-run three homer last night to walk it off. Sweet. I don't know if you've seen the video. But I think I did it, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. it was Keep nice. Going. It was nice. So, um, been following the Padres a lot. They're very interesting because um, I want to jump on a team and stick with a team that can grow, that has a lot of potential, but isn't a bandwagon. I don't want to jump on the Dodgers or the Yankees right now because okay. I don't want to jump on a bad one. Okay. So what interests you in baseball in the first place? Um, I don't know. I think I was more surprised at the athleticism and just kind of the, I don't know, overall aura of it. If you want to get into hipster stuff. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, this is Manny Machado's walk-off last night. He, oh, yeah. First of all, look at how this guy throws the ball. This is a <laughs> unique pitcher, okay? This is Tyler Rogers. Yeah, and and Manny Machado gets all of it. And the aura yeah, and the fans just go ballistic. They're just going crazy. Yeah. yeah. Walk-off, three-run homer. To win the game. To win the game. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I am not a Padres fan, but it's just baseball. Got, yeah, yeah come on. That was, yeah. Look how upset he is. He's just like, oh, yeah, this I just guy. threw a walk-off homer. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so. So I'm going to I'm gonna explain this from a bias side and then a non-bias Perfect. side. Perfect. Yeah, let's hear so it. So the first, the bias side is, one, I'm a Dodgers fan. And so I got to hate the Padres because they're in our division. They're a big rival of us. Same state. And so. Gotta hate him. Yeah, but you guys swept him, so who cares? The thing is, they have Fernando Tatis Jr., my least favorite player in all of sports on this planet. He, I believe that he's the most overrated player that there is in baseball. Don't get me wrong, he's good, but I think that he's good because he's flashy and he's got power. That is the only reason he's rated so highly. But they also... If you look at their lineup right now, Fernando Tatis is hurt. He was an idiot who was driving the motorcycle and got hurt, and he did not play a single game this season. But that doesn't matter. Their lineup is is really good. They've got Juan Soto. They just picked him up during the trade deadline from the Nationals, which is a – he won the home run derby champion. He's been in the league. He got he signed his first deal at 16 years old to yeah. be in the league. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's 23, and he's already been in five years and won a World Series. Yeah. So that's – he's good. He's a good player. They also have Manny Machado, which is considered the strongest arm at the third base position there is, which I can't not believe. You have to be throwing 98 to 101 miles an hour from third base in order to beat the runner out most times. That's that's, 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 that's really fast. Pitcher speed. It's it's ridiculous. Faster than pitcher speed. So the Padres are a good team. Don't get me wrong. They have potential. They... They've got young players like Juan Soto. Tatis is really young. Machado's pretty young. He's not the youngest player there is, but they've got potential to be a good team. They need to build a a bullpen to be a better team and have some backup. But so that's I that's my bias side. But as a non-bias side, they're a good team. They I mean I've said that, but. If if you want to be a fan of them, honestly, it's not a it's not a bad move to do. They I don't think that within this I don't think this year they're going to be a World Series championship contender. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they make it to the playoffs. Though. They're for sure a playoff contender, but I don't think they're a World Series contender. Within the next let's say five years, I think they've got a chance. So if if you're looking for a team, the Padres aren't a bad decision. So imagine if say. The Orlando Magic finally get good, and they start winning games, and they're ready for the postseason. That's who the San Diego Padres are. They have been trash for the last, like, 15, 20 years. The Dodgers have been dominating, like, literally pure bloody domination. Some bad, bad nights for the San Diego Padres fans. (laughs) But they woke up this year feeling a lot better about life because the San Diego Padres went out, they spent some money on some good players and they're finally building a team that can hit runs or hit for power, hit strategically and their pitching's gotten a lot better. So that's why the San Diego Padres are now all of a sudden out of the blue, finally a good team. And they have really good jerseys. Yeah. And I just like that momentum. I just like jumping on 
like a team. The bandwagon. Well, is that a bandwagon? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't. I don't uh, think it's a bandwagon team. Uh, I, you're he's, new to baseball. He's new to baseball, so I uh, think see, if you like, I don't like. You don't want to be rooting for like the Cincinnati Reds who suck. You right. know, like or you're for, not. For example, I'm from Colorado, but I don't want to root for the Rockies. <laughs> right. I want like. J- as a fan who's just <laughs> jumping into baseball, I want a team that's going to win something. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I would keep interest in this sport. No, I totally agree. Whatever you do, out of the four teams that we've talked about, you know, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Yankees, we've even talked about the Mets a little bit. They're all winning teams right now. So that could change, but most likely since they're big markets, since they're willing to spend money on good players, they're probably not going to go away anytime soon. I like it. That's my unbiased opinion. Okay. Well, my I biased opinion. That. I should jump on the Dodgers. The Dodgers, there is hardly anything not to like about the Dodgers. And here's why. The players are actually good people. Hmm. That's it. Full stop. Good players who are good people. That's a fair point. I haven't done my research on that. There's some trash people who just care about the money and the fame. There's a lot of Dodger players who don't. Oh, but all the other people who aren't Dodgers players? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. There's definitely some fame hunting for all baseball players, but that's because they're pros. And they have been dreaming of this since they were five years old. That's fair. I mean, what kid hasn't? Right? Okay. Right. Well, that's that's about all my questions. I'm still leaning towards Padres. The Padres? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Except so- the only grief... Most of their merch kind of sucks. Ooh, let's talk about merch. So this right now we're looking at is their new city edition San Diego jerseys. What are your first impressions? It's okay. <laughs> That's what I said. I do not like these jerseys. No. The Padres typically have good jerseys. Yeah, Zach like, loves I, I, These are my favorite jerseys that the Padres have. I don't get why there's all the hate. Yeah, they're kind of babyish, but I I love them. I just like sick. The hat's cool. Yeah, but yeah. The, the hat I can get weird. down, but the ha- the jersey, yeah. like the red on that baby blue, Dude, that's it, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's not my favorite. Okay, let's go through some jerseys. All right. We're just gonna kind of show you some random stuff. Um, this year they're playing the Field of Dreams game in Iowa, where the outfield is a field or uh, the home run wall is a field of corn. They hit into corn. If you've ever seen the movie Field of Dreams, I have not. That is a movie to see. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner. So the Reds. Right here, yeah. we'll be playing the or excuse me, the Reds. Right here, we'll be playing the Chicago Cubs. That's These the are their old jerseys from like literally forever ago. So um, they're playing like this. San Diego typically wears these jerseys. It's just like that gold on brown, dude. I there was a pitcher who got traded. There was a pitcher who got traded to the uh, the Mets from the Padres, and they asked him, "What's your first impressions with the Mets?" You know, and he's like, "Well, you know." At least I just won't be called the guy from UPS on the mound because <laughs> the San Diego Jerseys look yeah. like UPS colors. They do, man. They <laughs> so, do. Um, the Yankees have one of the most classic pinstripe jerseys of all time. They wear this all the time. Yeah, but when is baseball going to get past that? They're I mean, it's not. a tradition, it's, but it's it's the best jersey. It's not the Dodgers looking. The Dodgers have these white jerseys. Okay, that one's cool because it's white. There's no pinstripes. There's no pinstripes. They have those white jerseys and the 
then they have. I was on the Cardinals one up there. Um, I'm trying to find the Dodgers. Pinstripes make it look like they're prison inmates. They usually this one. usually wear whites if they're home team or the grays that Zach is wearing. Yeah. that's their two this is jerseys. My favorite they Dodgers. never really do. Looks cool. Okay. Um, the Mets have their blackout version of their Dope. jerseys. Those are pretty sick. And then they have pinstripes as well. Both New York teams have pinstripe jerseys that have been there forever. They're the, probably not going to change. Something. The Dodgers are one of the few teams that do not have a pinstripe jersey, which yeah. is yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay. So right now we're looking at the Braves. These are their old school jerseys. On the right are their new school jerseys. Which I like ones the old like? school better. Old school mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Those colors mm-hmm. are pretty sweet. The huh? blue, yeah, yeah. They're bringing those back this year for a throwback year. Okay. Angels jerseys red, Cardinals jerseys light blue. Which one? The light blue. Dude, yeah, aren't yeah. they so yeah. sexy? Those the with light the blue, blue with the blue pants. And they the have the same color of pants mm-hmm. too. It is perfect. That's cool. one. Of, that's one of the best comics. Okay, we've got the Milwaukee Brewers on the right. The Brew Crew. That's these are their new City Connect uniforms. Dope. Or the Arizona Diamondbacks Serpientes jerseys. Which Probably Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting. Ooh. I go just because of the color. Like that light blue is you nice. like that color. Oh, like that. What is that khaki? It's like a tan. No, dude, uh, that's desert. khaki. It's a desert tan. That's the khaki on the dress pants you wear to church. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, let's let's go over some more. Uh, There's the UPS jerseys. Oh, more so bad. More yeah, sandals. Those are bad. And it's Soto's jersey. <laughs> yeah, it looks bad. Okay, so we've got the Braves. Uh, their typical ones they wear these okay. years. No, those are the gold ones. Those are their postseason. Oh, ones. that's their their World Series championship. Wait, jersey. wait, hold on. Did you say postseason? Like they're separate jerseys for the postseason. I will they're, show you. The one difference is they right have there. the championship emblem. They're their championship. Oh, okay. it. Yeah, the gold it. around it when yeah. you win it. The Dodgers have them too because they won in twenty twenty. Every team does that if they win the championship. Okay, and then you've got the classic Red Sox jerseys. Those that's are cool. classic. Those yeah. have been worn for a while. Okay, these on the right are the Cubs city version this year, Wrigleyville. And these in the middle are the Mets. Which one? The Mets. The Mets. Well, no. The Wrigleyville. Yeah. Okay. yeah okay. Those are my favorite. Okay, so you've got classic off-white Giants uniforms. They've been wearing those forever. Okay. Or Orioles white uniforms. What do you think? Honestly, I like the Dodgers jersey next to it even more. <laughs> yeah. There we Just go. Just a clean white Dodgers jersey. I don't know if I can say I like either one of those other two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, these are the off-white St. Louis white jerseys they usually wear. Here's a Padres jersey, yes. too. Yes. It's just the pinstripes, man. Why don't you, you like don't pinstripes? I can't get over it. I don't you know don't why. Like you just feel like it's old? Yeah. But, I mean, that's what baseball is all about is tradition. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. 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 So, the Red Sox, obviously, they're red. They have these yellow and blue jerseys. They're, I don't know if they're the City Connect ones, but they're the Boston Marathon. Yeah. I I hate them. Makes sense. I think they're ugly. This or the San Diego jerseys, the Boston ones. Yeah, ugly. Yeah, really? Completely. Yeah, totally. Completely. Really? Totally. Okay. This website. Okay. Here we go. In the middle we have Phillies pinstripes, or we have Chicago White Sox new City Connect Southside pinstripes. That black with the white pinstripes mm-hmm. instead of the white on the black pinstripes looks a lot better. It looks really good. It looks I, good. They the came Yankees out with these last year and it was really good. No, yeah. the Yankees do not have a black version of theirs, but okay. the Chicago White Sox. The Padres have a really black red. version. Do you like the Braves red over the white? Typical. That's supposed yeah, to be a tomahawk. I do. I, do. I realized. The Atlanta yeah, Braves. You. you probably knew that. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Solemn. Okay. We'll go over a few more and then we'll be done. Okay. Um, 
Uh, that Cardinals jersey is nice too. Yeah, yeah. we already talked about so that. Nice. Okay, oh. so we've got on the right the old classic Astro yeah. jerseys with Nolan Ryan. That's very interesting. Or your pinstripe or UPS black oh, San Diego Padres. Oh gosh, which one do you like? I don't want to say because the Padres are the team that I'm leaning for. But even that ugly Astros jersey looks better. <laughs> 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 okay, we got a new teams here. Okay, so we got the white Seattle Mariners, black Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, black Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pirates yeah. typically in the past have really good jerseys. Uh-huh. We've got the gray San Francisco Giants, the red Washington Nationals. This is awkward. Look how much. It's like 50 bucks instead of 140. It's awkward that it has, Yeah. I mean, if you're just a huge Soto fan, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like the red or do you like the grays? I like that red. It's just like the grays and whites. Maybe that's what it's about. Like, Maybe. I like that. Maybe. I like the color. Yeah. Okay. You've got the Chicago Cubs, classic pin whites. You've got the new Miami Marlins black vice jerseys. Dope. They're super sick. Kind of like the Miami Heat jerseys. Yeah, they yeah, both yeah. kind of yeah. went along with each other. Or the New Year Colorado jerseys. What do you think? I, I'm a big fan of that ridge line on the, mm-hmm. on the Colorado. Yeah. But those Marlins jerseys mm-hmm. are just this. That's popping. Oh, the, ice the Marlins have the pink great jerseys. Yeah, it's that's like nice. The Marlins have fantastic jerseys. These are the typical White Sox jerseys. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's okay. not the 1920s these, anymore. These are a uh, World Series edition they came out with, but these are the black San Francisco Giants jerseys. I orange. hate the Giants, but they have fire mm-hmm. jerseys. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They mm-hmm. have great jerseys. These are the Astros jerseys this year, the City Connects. Cool. So, no, those aren't. Those or last year or whatever it was but yeah. they're I like those ones those are nice we gotta find them. Um, sure these are the Miami Marlins other ones these are kind of oh. their, they're a different version of their vice jerseys yeah. I know you don't like the pinstripes dude it'd be a dope jersey if it was just the red but they got the Marlin the on the sleeve they've got I mean it looks yeah, really good in my opinion but that's just me so hate you got hate me all you want <laughs> No to pinstripes. all of the baseball fans out there, but get rid of the pinstripes. Okay, I'm gonna start a petition. <laughs> These are the Red Sox uh, red jerseys. So very simple. Solid, simple. They're really good. They're Looks really good. good. Um, these are the classic old Diamondbacks jerseys and Mets jerseys. Yeah. Um, these are the new City Connect jerseys for the Dodgers this year, all blue, and they go with the same color pants. Um. You have a jersey to show them? Yeah, because I don't know if we're going to find Let's see. It. So yeah, what is it? Here's the Houston Astros uh, oh, shoot. Space City Connect. City. These are nice. That looks cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Except it has to be Astros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you guys are I'm glad you're starting on this train with us. Okay. <laughs> so the Angels Reds, which nice. are really clean. They're good the trout. Halos. Yep. Or the Royal Blues. Ooh. The Royals usually have pretty good jerseys. That, that's a pretty nice that baby blue. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on the Royals. It's, it's clean. It's it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Like um, it. Yeah. Oh, that Blue Jays is nice too. Yeah, the Blue Jays oh, have. They have. I was looking for them. They have fire jerseys. Yeah. This is their. Their. I love those jerseys. Um, more Blue Jays. Never seen that. Yeah. Maybe I just don't like the white and gray color. Do you like these White Sox uniforms better? Yeah. There's no pinch ice on it. <laughs> 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 These are the giant City Connect uniforms this year with that the Golden cool. State Bridge. Where it goes from that orange to that faded yeah. white. Yeah, and they got the Golden nice. State Bridge on each sleeve. Dope. And then these are the Texas Rangers jerseys. They typically have good colors um, to work with. That's pretty much yeah. cool. So we'll, uh, I like it. We'll end there. But 
Oh boy. Uh, uh, do you feel like you've actually learned something about baseball today? Yeah, no, yeah, that was fun. I think you've reaffirmed my kind of motives for rooting for the Padres and hope that they have a great season. Okay. Might be my team, man. Okay. Okay. Right. First thing you need to do is download the MLB app. Okay. Pick them as your favorite team. Buy a hat. Buy a hat. Connor Olson told me I have to buy a hat. You have to buy a hat. Yeah, yeah hats are hats are hats are essential. big in baseball. You're gonna start collecting hats like nobody's business. Mm, okay, sweet. And then um, turn on your notifications. So I was sitting at the bees game <clears throat> in Utah, and uh, I realized I had so many notifications. And she's like, "Why do you have 121 MLB notifications?" <laughs> that is how much baseball can update you if you want it to. Oh, so gosh. there's a I game. Don't want that though. So but... there's a game every night. You can turn right. on notifications. Who wins? And then you can turn on highlight plays or something like that for notifications. But okay. These are all the games tonight. Um. Yeah, you got all your series. They usually play in three or four game sets. So you'll see the Dodgers playing the Twins tonight, last night, tomorrow night, and the night after. Okay. Fun fun stuff. Yeah. Baseball talk. Josh, it's been a pleasure. It was nice, bro. I'm glad we did this. It was a lot of fun. I, I am really glad we did this. Yeah. I want to I keep up. We need to bring you back okay. when you've watched a little more baseball, maybe Sounds when good. the postseason <clears throat> comes and we'll see where the Padres are sitting mm-hmm. and uh, we can talk a little bit more because you'll watch, you'll learn what the teams are like, what the players are like, and we can talk a little bit uh, more strategy. I'll actually be able to hold a conversation about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wonderful. All righty. Awesome. <clears throat> well... I think that's it today. Well, thank you for listening to Fansport Radio. I hope this has been a good addition. Last episode, I said I wanted to change things up, get a little ideas going. Josh presented this great opportunity. I'm glad we were able to do this. And uh, we got to get going. But today has been fun. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Thanks yeah, for having me. For sure, for sure. That'll do it for today, ladies and gents. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and basically any other app that you have podcasts on. So anyways, have a good day. It's a positive day. Wednesday, August 10th. Enjoy, everybody.